Hi everyone, welcome to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and Sharon Carpenter. Hi! Find out what made Georgie say this. I don't know, I don't know whether I'm going uh, over the line, but I just think, and what made Sharon say this? Get your mind out the gutter, girl. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Georgie it's good to see you I miss you when I don't see your smiling face Georgie oh, do you know what Thanks. I have a void in my life I do I absolutely get so excited to speak to you like weekly like I'm excited to speak to you as well it's great isn't it I love it I it's really good. do I really do and uh, I can't wait to do it in person one day <gasps> I'm coming to New York I've decided Come to New York yes also, right, so I, I obviously follow you on Instagram and I notice everything you do. And I literally, I'm obsessed with some interviews you do because oh, you literally speak to some huge stars. And I'm not to mention one of my favorite guys in the world, Sean Paul. When I saw oh, that was Sean happening. Paul's awesome. Oh, I, he's like my childhood everything. Like Really? Okay. Oh, I did, you should have told me that. I would have said oh. something on the oh. on the show. No, no yeah. I'd, have, I'd have been weird. I'd have done weird things. I'd have pretended I didn't like him. I'd have been like, oh, I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. But you know, he was one of my first concerts I ever went to. I th- I, in fact, I think he was oh. my first. Oh, and wow. It was, yeah, and it was in Manchester Arena. And yeah. everyone was just smoking like there was smoke everywhere oh. if you know what I mean it was the I kind thought you meant of smoke. smoking hot for a second but you mean smoking like <laughs> yeah smoking, like smoking marijuana sm- yeah and I was just and, it, and obviously it was a time where people could smoke indoors as well so that was like another thing but oh yeah that was the worst yeah yeah but like that it was like haze you couldn't see a thing but it was the music was incredible and everyone was just dancing together and it was one of the best (sighs) concerts of my life yeah no Sean Paul he's amazing I mean the career that he has had um spanning two decades but but yeah so my background's journalism as you know I I work with a lot of different companies but because everything's shut down there's no red carpets going on there's no (sighs) nothing going on so I'm like, okay, well, how do I how do I handle this, and how do I get innovative and creative? And so I actually launched uh, an Instagram live show, which 
Georgie, if you're up for it and everyone's cool with it, you should come on the show. Live? Really, yeah, Absolutely. you should totally come on the show. It'll be so yes. fun. Oh my God, I would <gasps> love to have you on. Um, and what I do, I ask people 10 random and revealing questions where you really have a chance to get to know them better and they get to answer questions that they may not ever have been asked before. And um, Brilliant. so Sean Paul was on the other day and I've known him for a, a number of years. Like I interviewed mm. him sort of on the early side of his career. I've interviewed him for a, diff- a bunch of different outlets and was really excited when he said he was going to um, come on and, and people loved it. But I've had oh, is it Chris Rock on. I The other day, um, there was a massive one. I'm not sure if you know Marshall Montano. He's a he's a soca artist and he's absolutely huge when it comes. He's like the king of soca, which you guys, oh. if you don't know soca music, it's so fun to dance to. It's so fun to work out to. Would I think it would be like quite similar to dance hall? Like, is it quite? It's it's uh, it's similar, but it's more. Um, it almost has an electronic feel to it. So it's ah. dance hall can get quite gritty and mm. Soka isn't gritty. Soka is sort of elements of Calypso and then you add ah. in, and I learned this from Marshall himself, you add in elements of Indian music and you add in African beats to it. And there's a lot oh. of gyrating wine, 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 yes. wine, wine. I will oh, tell I you the that, wine. Yeah. <laughs> wine, wine, wine. So when I went to Barbados for Cropover, which is their carnival, I was in the best shape ever. My waist was whittled down because I was doing <laughs> so much whining. Like, yeah, that's not how I do it, by the way. That's corny. But like, that's not how I was doing it. I was doing a cooler version of that. But, um, but yeah, it's really good to <laughs> it's really good to dance to, and it's good for the thighs as well and the glutes. It's great for the glutes. I miss a carnival. I miss dancing, hardcore. Yeah, like I, um, yeah. and you know, it feels a bit. I used to, as a kid, always dance in my front living room with music on. But as an adult, you think, well, I've got things to do. I can't just. I've got I've got the washing to do. Like I've got the dogs to take out for a walk. I can't just do that. Well, you dance. You dance while you're doing the washing, right? Yes. You dance. Yes. Like that could be yeah. the key. Or dance while while you're taking the dogs out. I dance around my cats. They look at me like I'm nuts sometimes. <laughs> She's on it again. What's happening? Yeah. She won't stop dancing. <laughs> they look very confused and then they roll their eyes at me like, oh, there she goes again. And they're, oh, oh, meow me is acting acting nuts. Um, <sighs> but, but yeah, so it was it was really great to to speak to Sean. I'll let him know that you're a big fan. Thanks. And, it's very um, important, you too. Um, so wait, hold on. Is this, is this your... Is it your birthday week or what's going on with your birthday? Is it your birthday? So the day this airs, I know we're doing this slightly in advance because it's my birthday and I'm going to rage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, So yeah, it's my birthday today, Tuesday, uh, March 2nd. (gasps) And I'm just hoping it's a better birthday than it was last year because what happened last year, it was a series of events. So uh, I had a hacking cough that turned out to be covid I, my ex-boyfriend Happy turned birthday. up in my life again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank no. you. And then I went out to dinner with my best friend and set fire to my own hair <laughs> with the birthday <gasps> candle. No, with yeah. your own cake. With my own cake. <gasps> with my no. own cake. So it was just a series of unfortunate events. And by the end of it, um, my friend was like, oh, do you want to cheer? Should we get a glass of champagne? I said, no, I just want to go home. Let's just leave. My hair's on fire. Like literally the whole restaurant 
wondered what <gasps> on earth is that terrible smell <gasps> and because you know what it was you know how you you like to take a birthday boomerang and you've got a yeah. little cake that they bring out as a surprise and so uh, my and you sit was there while everyone's singing to you like I don't know what to do myself yeah. while you're all singing to it, me exactly exactly <laughs> so she's there with a the camera and she's about to capture it all on on camera and I turn to the side for one second and suddenly I hear like this sizzling and I see this <gasps> bright light. I'm like, what the? My hair was in flames. And I shut it out and chunks and chunks of the hair no! were just falling oh! out. Yes. And I had two big shoots the next day as well. I just thought, how am I even going to save my hair? It was just a disaster. But anyway, it could have been worse. That's always, always the way I look at it. It could have been worse. And um, this birthday, I feel, is just going to be way better. Oh, it's, it can't. Like, literally. <laughs> it like, can't get much worse. Stuff, like, let's not try and tempt fate or, like, you know, that kind of thing yeah. but no let's not do that let's not jinx way, it yeah it's i feel it i actually can feel inside it's gonna be incredible yeah. and I, I think that you know everyone now because it's almost been a full year everyone has celebrated their birthday a little differently haven't they yeah true, while, true. while in, in quarantine and during the pandemic so I'm, yeah I, i'm probably gonna go out to dinner because restaurants here are open with a friend who's covid free oh, and uh and then take it easy there is kind of like a slight, you know, good thing about it when there's like no pressure involved as to try and, you yes. know, have a party. And when you like literally invite the world and no one wants to be there. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, I did it. It's stressful. And- I had one big birthday party once and I had to drink to deal with the stress because the first half of it was just making sure everyone was okay because there were people there who weren't club people and I had to make Uh sure they were set and some people Mm. didn't know it. They came by themselves so they didn't have friends there. And then the security (sighs) guy didn't want to let anyone into my area, into the VIP area where I was. He was trying to make them hand him, like give him cash. (gasps) He was trying to get hit off with cash. So that uh, they were allowed in my, yeah, it was, it was just, it was a bit of a mess, but it ended oh, up being yeah. really, really fun after the high stress. And I thought I was going to have a heart attack, but yeah, it ended up being a good time after all of that. Yeah. Do you know, actually I had a really weird birthday once. Um, I had a surprise birthday party done for me when I was like a few years ago and nice. um, my boyfriend at the time back then organized it as well with my friends, but because like, we couldn't really, nobody really had friends within friends of they just ended up like ex-boyfriends that I think I'd dated. And I was like, why are they here? This is the most awkward thing. And we were in someone's house as well. So it was like, right, everyone, I think we need to go to a club. And we had to like organize it all so that everyone just would disappear and like not hang out with each other. Because I was like, why have you, my friends, brought those ex-boyfriends like I used to talk to? Or why is that group of friends brought those ex-boyfriends? This is, I mean, it's not like a... It's not like I did. And the new boyfriend, he probably yeah. wasn't too happy with me. Well, he was like, let's just leave. And I was like, let's just go to another place because we can't all be in this house at the same time. It's awkward. But, you know, I was friends with everyone, so it was all okay. But it was just like, oh, let's leave. Yeah. I think the low pressure birthdays are the best types of birthdays where yeah. there aren't any expectations. You just basically do what you want. I think I spent a birthday in Barbados and it was just oh, really low key wow. and just went out to a party and drank a bunch of wine and just had a really good time yeah. and just a spare of the moment and spontaneous and decided kind of last minute that that's what And I was one of those do. things where you go to bars and you go, it's my birthday. And so everyone yeah. just goes, yay, I'll buy you a drink. So you just go to different yeah. bars and go, it's my 
exactly, exactly. So you, you don't have to pay the big bill. <laughs> you shouldn't be paying for anything on your birthday. Not on your birthday. Not on your well, birthday. No. Oh, how exciting. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shall we get into what birthday letter of the the day the first birthday one. <laughs> letter yes birthday list letter yeah go for it sharon all right let's do this so this is from daisy um hi daisy so daisy hi. says hello girls i absolutely love you both and the podcast too big hugs hugs back uh i really need your advice on this one i'm a freelancer in my industry i don't want to be too specific if that's okay and i've got into the bad habit of doing work for my friends for free oh yeah i've been there i didn't Ooh. mind to begin with but it's actually become large and taking away from my revenue with international women's day coming up i'm being asked to do a lot of things for free how do i have that frank conversation without ruining friendships and seeming like a bean counter Ooh, i've bean been counter. there before a bean counter yeah, i've never heard yeah. of that one before yeah. <laughs> but we're allowed to count our beans we have Counting every beans. right to count yeah <laughs> we can count our cash yeah so what's happened sharon i know you have like businesses and stuff as well don't you and you do very well with stuff so yeah exactly so i have been asked to host stuff for free uh, many times by friends. I have been asked recently, actually, a friend of mine came to me and she has a, a skincare line. I'm really proud of her. She's created this beautiful skincare line and she said she wanted to talk to me about possibly being the face of the skincare line. So I wow. said, all right, great, let's, mm. let's have a conversation. And she's telling me what she's looking for and she wants to do this photo shoot and she wants to do some stuff on social media. And I said, oh, great. I said, well, what's your budget? She said, budget? She said, oh, I thought that, uh, you know, because we're friends and this <gasps> could be great exposure and uh, I'll send you product and maybe I can give you a percentage of the product. And I had the product sold, but I had to tell her flat out, like, well, I don't work of those percentages like that. If I'm putting in the work, then I want to get paid for it. And if it's, it's one thing, if it's just a small post, if she were to send me something and I try it out and if I like it, then I just genuinely and authentically post something about it. But if you want me to be the full on face of your company and your line, I haven't tried the line yet. I am doing a photo shoot. I'm now behind it. So people are, as a journalist, like credibility is everything to me. And so I have a certain amount of credibility. And if I'm putting my stamp of approval on something, then I want to be rewarded for it in some kind of a way because I'm at that point in, in my career. In the beginning, very, very early stages, I might have said, okay, maybe I'll do it for free because it mm. could be good for me. Uh, but here's the other thing as well. You can lose out on money just like um, uh, Daisy is losing out on money. You can lose out on money in this sense because if you're promoting one product, you might not, another product might steer yeah. clear of you. Oh no, you already promoted a skincare product. Or, very true. So, so that's the issue. And I do think it's very bold of a friend to flat out expect you to do it completely for free now I will say this so I have there's a friend one of my best friends does work with me I like to say we work together and she will help book stuff for me she works as a, a rep for me she she represents me and I give her a percentage like I would any other agent or manager I make sure she gets taken care of and even if it's a situation where I don't get paid I'll give her some money for sourcing things out for me um if I do ask a friend to do something for free 
I will try to make sure that they're getting something out of the deal. Like I will yeah. give you this heavy promotion or I will, or I'll just say, you know, I totally understand if you can't do it. Um, please say no, feel free, but I'll give them a get out clause so that they don't feel obligated. You see, I always think, so I, I get this quite often and it's, it's a tricky, this is a tricky subject for me as well because I do like to do things for my friends. I absolutely yeah. love to think if I'm on a platform that I can help their ways. And I've had friends now sort of expect it. Or yeah. I've had friends not saying, Hi, how are you doing? It's George, can you help me do this on my Instagram? Yeah. And yes. I'm like, you know what? There used to be a time when you would care and we'd be friends. And then it becomes like actually like you were saying you could get you know there's other um companies and things asking for you willing to pay yeah. and still this is our bread and butter still like we've worked yeah, so hard we've done so many things to get to this point where yeah. your friends want to ask for help be it you know if you are high up in a certain job and then people are starting to ask you for favors you think yeah. where was you when I was at the bottom working hard have you like I think exactly. sometimes some people just think you've gotten somewhere easily when actually totally I don't tend to tell everyone or all, all my friends um I did many 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 auditions I've done really hard yeah. work in ballet school I've done so much hard I've cried a lot of the life like you know yeah. I've had to turn things down I've had to do a lot of things but nobody sings and praises about the bad stuff you did people just yeah. think oh they'll do it because they've made it and now I want to do it and you think hold on, exactly. get off my back. Like, don't just start piggybacking on what you think we've my achieved yeah. easily because it's not been easy. There's been no. a lot of pressures and stresses and decisions you've got to make that totally. can, you know, determine what friends you are friends with or whatever. And so for people to just think, oh yeah, you just help my business out for free. I think, hold on. And like you yeah. said, there's, there's other ways you've got to think of selfishly or business-minded way how will that help Absolutely, me in the future Georgie. or you in the future yeah. or actually what are you trying to gain from this and what and are you it's another thing are they actually that business-minded or that loyal to you that they're gonna um carry on this loyalty with you and back you if you carry them sort of thing you're so right. There's so many different angles of that people don't think about just because you knew each other in primary school and you were best friends. Like haven't spoken in like ten years, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a big reason why I'm not on Facebook anymore is because yeah. certain people just come up with and I think, hold on a minute, I've I've got so accessible. Friends, yeah. yeah, like I've got friends now that I've worked hard for and they've literally done things for me that I've not asked for or they'll go out their way to Yeah even help like you know help with certain things that you've needed at that time and you've not asked for or whatever yeah, so for exactly. me it's quite this is quite a personal it sounds like a personal thing of people just expecting you to do things free for them when they it do. can't be that easy they do and I I think it's I think it can be quite rude as well but you're right mm. people people I've known from back in the days and if I can help I will, but I feel like the expectation sometimes um, that that comes along with it without any consideration. So I, yeah. I've had people ask, can you tweet? Can you post about this? Can you promote that? But the thing is, 
also with what we do with our feeds, with what we post, it's very carefully curated. People might not realize that. And if mm. you get into the habit of just constantly promoting, promoting, promoting and stuff, that half the time you might even realize my followers aren't going to necessarily be interested in that. Maybe it's yeah. a different type of person that this is for. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it can affect your business because our social media is our business. So And also, um, how yeah. can someone expect you to just do something just because you're a friend when you don't know the product itself? That's another thing I'm a believer in yeah. is I will try the product. I will make sure that I can absolutely agree that I fully back this situation because I know for a number of times if you don't and it, it falls to pieces or it's a product that doesn't work or isn't great then your name and your face is on that and so how can you ever or turn someone to fans has or people bad allergic reaction or something it, yeah like it could get be some serious stuff so that's mm. why I I yeah I like to get involved with products that I know that are te- that are tre- tested not that I don't trust what my friend is doing I think she's doing a fantastic job but I think the expectation that I would do a big shoot I'd be the actual face I think that was just that was expecting too much but I said to her I'll give her a friends and family rate and I think this is what um Daisy should do yeah I think that you have that firm talk with your friends they have to understand that this is your livelihood this is how you're paying your mortgage mm-hmm. or how you're paying your rent this is how you're putting food on your table uh, and that it's taking money out it's taking food out of your mouth by helping them out um you can blame it on other friends and say everyone's asking for me asking yeah. me to, which to can help happen. them right now which can yeah. and does happen yeah uh, and then you from a friends and family rate I think that's the best thing to do and then you're not going to feel bitter towards them um they're gonna feel yeah you've still helped them um you've given them a break and so that's what I usually do in those situations I'll tell them okay listen I can't do it for free I can do it for this amount it's usually that amount so you're getting a good deal here um so try that approach and if anyone if that ruins a friendship you don't need that friend in your life anyway true count your beans right (laughs) count those beans keep on counting them Big news story here. So FKA mm. Twigs, we love her. She's the British artist, musician. Uh, she had her first television interview since she accused actor uh, Shia LaBeouf of uh, physical, emotional, and verbal abuse. And she's filed a lawsuit uh, against him as well. That news came out, uh, I think, about a month or so ago. Uh, yeah, last December. Actually, it was December when it was filed. Uh, but CBS This Morning... Uh, Gail King, who's also Oprah's best friend and one of the anchors on CBS This Morning, uh, did the interview with FKA Twigs, which was just so bold of of FKA mm. Twigs to, to do, especially as an artist who's really private. But one of the questions, it gained a lot of extra attention uh, due to Twigs's response. Uh, it was, why didn't you leave? And that gets asked of victims and survivors of abuse all the time Uh, this is how twigs responded she said uh, we have to stop asking that question i'm not going to answer that question anymore uh, because the question should really be to the abuser such a good point Uh, why are you holding someone hostage with abuse people say that it can't have been that bad because otherwise you would have left but it's like no because it was that bad Mm. i couldn't leave and that is just she is just so on point with that and Whenever a woman accuses a man of abuse, you hear 
the question, well, why were you wearing that? Or why did you drink so much? Or why Mm. were you out that late? Why did you go over there? And there's a lot of blame and victim shaming going on. Well, why didn't you just leave? Uh, There are many reasons why victims, and I like to say survivors, um, why survivors of of abuse, why it it can take a long time uh, for them to leave. But I I think first and foremost, we need to understand that the problem here and the person who should be blamed is the abuser. And that's it. That's it. That should only, yeah. Like I I think as well, like it's huge for her stepping out and saying this, but also she's taking a big, massive court case on this. Like there's, it's it's a sort of, it would be like um. Coming out and saying these things, I think not that not that I actually know, but just thinking on this level of being scared to say about these things, being scared to, to speak out their out. abuser, is huge because you think no one's going to believe me. Like you th- probably think, how problem. am I going to? How do you prove when they're doing it in in secret, or how do you prove these things? Because they're going to deny it, they're going to lie about it. Generally, that's the case. Shia LaBeouf is saying he's denying all the allegations, denying the allegations. So for her to come out and it be so big and so huge, like you gotta get behind her and not ask questions like, "Oh, well, why?" Like as a woman asking that question to a young girl, I don't know, I don't know whether I'm going uh, over the line, but I just think. How would you not have any sympathy in a way of being like celebrating it? Like, why would you not be like, this is huge that you are doing this? I think people ask the questions yeah. only because they're not one-sided. So it's like a fair question. Ask, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not a journalist myself or I'm not like a, you know, like a interviewer. So for me, I don't understand why she would say these questions and not, help her out with this do you believe yeah. do you agree with me or is this like a yeah well i yeah i i think that some of the other questions I, gail did come from the perspective where she was empathetic and mm. I, I and supportive i believe uh but this is just a question that just keeps coming up and i understand why it keeps coming up because this is what people think if they haven't experienced it themselves yeah. they very well might think it but that's why we need to have the conversation so people stop having those thoughts and instead there's there's a way you can rephrase the question say what did this abuser do and what are some of the tactics that abusers use to uh prevent uh victims from getting out of the Leave situation yeah. so you're you're right there you're the blame is clearly on the person who deserves to be blamed but in terms of why people don't leave, there are many reasons. I mean, relationships yeah. don't start off with abuse. That's something that no. gradually comes in. And, and oftentimes abusers have done it before and they are experts at doing it. They also do a lot of gaslighting. This is what FKA Twigs talked a lot about, the fact that yeah. uh, Shia LaBeouf, she said, would make her feel like it's her, like she's the problem or yeah. that she fell over, that he didn't actually physically abuse her, that yeah. she did that to herself playing games with her mind. I mean, there's Um, a lot of ways that they can manipulate a situation and also start off by being really nice and you sort of have this sort of love and respect with each other at the beginning and then all of a sudden it starts to change slowly so you don't really realise it. And there's all sorts of ways of abuse. It's not just hitting physically or there's not just, you know, there's that obvious. There's also the little tiny ways of it becoming... 
become sort of manipulating in your mind and emotionally violent, doesn't it? Uh, Absolutely. I'm glad that she did this interview, like absolutely huge that she said this and all these little um, details that she said as well that he actually did. And I'm sure that's like a load off her mind and the way she was saying it and actually coming, like she must have held this in for so long and so like so much she's not been able to open up about and be able to just say openly in front of people these are the things and actually it's not okay and people agreeing with her and going yeah you're right this isn't okay and some of his other exes also speaking out so you have um, Sia who said that she was emotionally uh, abused by uh, Shia LaBeouf as well Mm. and then uh, Margaret Qualley is that her name Margaret Qualley is an actress who worked with him uh, on a music video I I believe and uh, she basically she reposted uh, the Elle magazine interview. The, so FKA Twigs also did an interview with Elle magazine. She re- reposted it and just said the words, thank you. And that spoke volumes. Uh, FKA is someone who, she's not one of those stars who's constantly involved with scandals or constantly trying to no. get attention. Yeah, she's a, a right. true creative. She's really private. She was with uh, Robert Pattinson before. They was ultra private about their relationship. Uh, These guys were private about their relationship too until now. But she felt, she actually said that the reason she spoke out about this and filed the lawsuit is because she gave him an ultimatum and she said, uh, you need to, one, you need to get help. And two, you need to contribute to some of these women's organizations that help yeah. uh, survivors of uh, domestic violence and abuse. And he refused to do it. And that's why she decided to file the lawsuit. Yeah. Also in the lawsuit, she also uh, claims that he gave her an STD without her oh. knowing. He, he passed on an STD. But it sounds like there's a, a pattern of abuse that's been happening in other relationships as well. And uh, although in the lawsuit, his lawyers denied all the allegations, he actually said to the New York Times that he's been abusive to himself and others. And uh, FKA said, well, that's just a prime example of the gaslighting where he's not taking full accountability. It's like, well, I I was abusive to myself, almost kind of making an excuse for it. But I think uh, we we need to speak out about this stuff. I think it's one in three or one in four women who have experienced um, domestic abuse. And And also, like she says, to stop him carrying on to anyone else. If she kept quiet about it and in his next relationship and everyone just kept quiet forever and never just get away with it and that speaks for all men and women in these times to speak up because they can't get away with this behavior and some people might not be strong enough to live through it so therefore you're helping other people she is. It's, it's really inspiring. And I'm sure there are a lot of women who are feeling more comfortable about telling their own stories now. So definitely yeah. thanks to her. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Got news number two. So Disney Plus has started to add content warnings ahead of some of its films. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, so interesting. The warning is this program includes negative dick pictations. Did I say that right? Dick pic. Get your mind out the gutter, girl. I don't want to see Aladdin's <laughs> penis. Like, that's not what I meant. Okay. D- depictions. depictions. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, I did go that's to school, okay. I promise. Only some friends. Um, and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and wrong now. <gasps> Rather than remove yeah. this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. And it goes on. Wow. This is wow, displayed in front of films step. such as, yeah, it's like The Muppet Show, Lady in the Tramp, Jungle Book, Aristocats, Dumbo, and Peter Pan. So they have Some this of our warning. Favorites. Yeah, like as childhood Disney films, wasn't they? Like as we were kids, they were, and I, I think that. Well, I know that perhaps we didn't realize at the time uh, that mm. some of the depictions were offensive uh, slash are offensive, yeah. um, blatantly racist uh, yeah. at times, culturally insensitive. So I think this is actually a good a, a good way to solve the problem because there's been a lot of talk about this, a lot of back and forth. Uh, Black Lives Matter, um, you yeah. know, kudos to them and, and credit to them for helping to get us to this point with the, the whole movement that happened over the summer. And it had mm. a lot of uh, companies go back and sort of question themselves. Are we diverse enough? Are we inclusive yeah. enough? Let's uh, sort of reassess some of the content that we have on our yeah. streaming platforms or networks and or some of the content we've been behind and how do we uh, address what is what we didn't necessarily look at as offensive back then um without sort of completely scrapping the 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 whole movie or the the whole show i suppose it kind of proves um that not knowing that that was huge when that was happening in the summer black lives matter is just proved that as kids we were growing up not knowing and it's taken huge movements like that to go oh we need to relook at situations because we were just growing up watching things that we were thought we were innocent to see and be not a part of but just watching 
without knowing. And I think the, as well, well as subliminal take, messages that have been in yeah. the media that were racist, and maybe we would it it can affect the way you view other races without you even realizing. Mm. Right. It, it, it can affect your outlook on life, especially at such a young age without you even realizing. Because, again, we not none of us realized at the time. I mean, you no. wouldn't think of Dumbo or Peter Pan uh, no. as having racist caricatures. But now you'd look back on it and you'd you'd pick up on it. I mean, I, my best friend is Chinese, half Chinese, half Irish. Mm. And I would never assume that something's would have been racist um yeah certain things she worked in a chinese restaurant and once there was a load of um customers there and they all started laughing because she spoke with a chester accent and they were like oh we thought you'd be chinese and she yeah is fully fledged you know she's got an, an accent like mine yeah. and i've never known that that would have been offensive and chan literally was just like i was so upset that they would just assume because i look chinese i would have a chinese accent and they yeah. laughed and I thought, and I thought, I didn't understand that that would upset you because I've only known you as my friend who spoke like me yeah. who looks Chinese. So there is That's certain the ways thing. of not knowing other cultures and things like that, but Disney totally. not, not taking out those things. I think, I think it's kind of important because then the, the conversations are made and brought up and you as parents or people who watch it with you or, you know, mm. people who look after the people go, you can actually, have that discussion. children, yeah, actually, let's look at this. Actually, what do you think about those cats yeah. being Siamese? Like, I yep. think it's a great way for families to open up channels, whether it's the children going, uh, parents, people, what do you think of this? Like, and then the parents going, oh, I didn't realize. I think- yeah. It's brilliant. I agree. And, I, totally. And and it's quite strong messaging there as well. It, it's it's pretty strong messaging. So they're not sort of going the subtle route. They're straight up saying, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here that's just completely wrong. Um, mm. But it is history. And again, these are shows that have sort of been part of the, the fabric of our culture and society growing up. Uh, I think it's great that they're calling attention to it. And I think you're absolutely right, Georgie. It does spark more dialogue and questions. And those who don't understand why it might be racist or offensive, now you can have that yeah. conversation and, and point exactly. out and then look at other people's perspectives um, and, and understand sort of walk a mile in their shoes. Now, what's interesting with The Muppet Show um, so they've done that with a, a number of their episodes, but there were a couple of episodes that they completely scrapped. Now, one that they didn't scrap, it was Johnny Cash, super, super old episode. Johnny Cash is performing in front of a Confederate flag, which, of course, is a very offensive uh, yeah. symbol of hate and racism. Yeah. And uh, for a minute there, I thought, oh, actually, you know, is that even OK still being aired? Uh, I was in two minds about that one because I think that's a really extreme one. But I'm like, okay. Yeah, like I I agree with you because we've seen that flag now so many times as in it is not acceptable. Um, I would say now, yeah. if, you know, if it did come up, I'd be like, kids, by the way, look at this. And it's important for you to know this. Yeah. And so then it does beg the question for the children to go, well, why is it up there? And why is that? And then you'd be like, well, because years ago, or it's not been sort of shown as it, as it is now. So I I agree with what you're saying as well, Sharon, because you think yeah. it's so hard, harsh, like it's such a harsh thing to show, isn't it? 
Yeah, I, I remember. I mean, I don't know if you remember the Dukes of Hazard. Like the Dukes of Hazard, they had a Confederate flag on the top of their car, and that was a really big show. And then I think they did a, a remake of that show. Uh, the Confederate flag was everywhere on that show. And first of all, in the UK, we didn't have a true understanding of what that meant. Mm. I, I, I mm. think it would have been offensive to a lot of people here in America. Um, mm. But once you get an understanding, then it it's it just sort of repels you. You don't want to see that uh, once you understand yeah. what it really means. So I think understanding, and the, there's a lot of ignorance at the end of the day on all our parts. I think we're all ignorant to certain things and what other cultures go through. Uh, so I think it's just about having that conversation, uh, getting to know um, others' experiences and, and just being able to have that dialogue. What's interesting though, I did want to point out one of the Muppet Show episodes, a couple of them actually, two of them were cut and one of them, they were completely cut. Uh, this is where they draw the line. So one of them featured a guy named Chris Langtham. Uh, he was a writer on the show and he actually stepped in to host after a celebrity guest pulled out. Uh, but he's an actor. He went on to star in uh, a movie called The Thick of It. Yeah, The Thick of It. He was sentenced to 10 months in prison in 2007 for downloading indecent videos of children from the internet. And that's where you've got to draw the like child, child pornography. Oh, and you're on a kid's goodness. show like the Muppet show. Um, yeah, no. you can't have that guy on on television oh. on a kid's show with, with children watching. So I totally agree with them uh, on, yeah. on that one. But it's a, a highly debated topic right now. What should go? What should stay? What kind of warning should be on uh, yeah. some of these movies? Gone with the, the Wind as well. Gone with the Wind, which is a true classic. Um, I, that was one of the first ones to spark this this discussion. And what a great age at Disney age to talk about it while yeah yeah exactly exactly so georgie and i are so excited about the groundbreaking reality game the circle which is returning yay and this time can't wait for this it's starting with a week-long special channel 4's the celebrity circle for stand up to cancer followed by a brand new series of the circle with a new group of regular players and it's hosted by Emma Willis. And all the celebrities will be battling it out in the ultimate game of popularity. But, and I love this part, they aren't all playing themselves. Some celebrities are catfishing, such as Charlotte Crosby pretending to be Peter Andre. And Georgie, we're actually joined by one of those stars today as herself. Welcome, Saffron Barker. Yay! Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> and we really need your help right now because every episode we answer listener letters. It could be about absolutely mm -hmm. anything. Uh, we try to answer their dilemmas as best as possible. Uh, so we need you right now. Can you help us? Sure, go for it. I never think my advice is that good, but you know what? It hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Loose Lips. I want to ask you today about friendships. I came into 2021 wanting to be a better friend. It was sort of a new year resolution. Okay. Um, I'd love your advice on being a good friend, especially when I feel like I can't be physically there for my friends right now. Any tips from Charlie? Kiss, kiss, kiss. Kisses back to you, Charlie. That is cute. <laughs> Any thoughts initially? I think that lockdown has really helped us figure out who our friends really are, right? Like who yeah, cares definitely. about us? Who's checking up on us? And I think that's sort of number one right now. Like, are you being thoughtful enough to check up on those people you consider friends? What do you think, Safran? 
Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, to me, like a friend is someone who's also really loyal and honest. Um, and I think they're two really important things in a friendship. But I think right now, the most important thing, because we can't go out and see our friends, is like you said, you know, the friends that are checking up on you and making sure that you're okay. And just really just being there for one another. I just think that's really important. And normally it's the people that, you know, are always smiling that aren't necessarily actually the happiest inside. Um, so I think just a good friend is someone who just checks up on someone else and you know is just making sure they're okay and there for them nice friend yay could you be my friend (laughs) i'm gonna go (laughs) in right now i'm i'm girl fanning i am literally i'm such a fan saffron i absolutely love how you've made a career out of youtube and all those things because it just proves a point that anything can happen and that you can just win at life i just wanted to say that Oh, thanks. To, to have yes. friends who've done so well and then that inspires you and yeah so do you know what? I actually saw a quote the other day something like um a friend isn't a friend if they're not actually happy for your success and that yeah. to me is so yes. true because I've had people like you know in my life who have haven't been happy for my success and then I've realized actually they're not a true friend because I would always be happy for my friends you know, it's great to have those friends that you can talk to about anything and you can talk to about your success without them feeling like you're showing off. Because you know those friends that you can't really tell them uh, about what you're really excited about career-wise because they're going to take it the wrong way. Or, you know, you see the expression on their face and instead of a big smile, uh, they've got sort of a frown on their face and that just tells the story right there. It's very Oh yeah, exactly that. I also think you meet people like, you know, you become friends with people also in the career that you're taking as well. Like, Mm. you know, you meet your friends as you grow older because you start, you know, a new career or a new hobby and that's also how you find a lot of your friends although saying that actually a lot of my best friends are still my best friends that I had in primary school so I've been lucky oh, so good that, um, yeah. yeah I've managed to keep my, keep my friends so we brought Saffron on this um, podcast today really because she's doing something so exciting one of the greatest tv shows ever the celebrity circle for stand up to cancer which will be on channel four Saffron how excited are you to do this well I've done it but I'm very excited Ah. for it to come out (laughs) (laughs) oh so you know everything yeah I know what can you tell us I've had to keep it hush hush for so long so what should we look forward to Saffron on on the show uh, surprisingly a lot of drama trust me there was a lot of drama with me in the game and I oh. tried to just be um, my nice innocent self um, you know <laughs> I was in there on my own I had no one else I thought I'm just gonna be myself and if people don't like me for that then so what and so I did <laughs> but tell you what drama just came for no oh, wow. reason um so yeah you'll be I think you'll be surprised for how much there actually was in this game like everyone wanted to win um oh. all of us was competitive um, oh. and I wasn't really quite expecting that so there's uh, definitely a lot of drama to watch out for <laughs> Saffron thank you so much for your advice for our listener and for telling us all about the show so excited Ah, oh, thank you very much for having me can't wait thank to see numbers- it Oh, seven, six. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss Saffron Barker on the Celebrity Circle for Stand Up to Cancer. It's a week-long special, which is followed by a brand new series of The Circle straight after, and it starts Tuesday the 9th of March at 9.15 on Channel 4. And you can also stream Series 1 and 2 for free on all four. Check it out. 
Thank you for listening to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and Georgie Porter. That's me, I'm Georgie Porter. Thanks for listening. A bonus episode on Friday, which will be extra lippy. We'll be back on Tuesday next week. Yeah, we will. Subscribe, rate and review, guys. We want to hear from you, from all of you. Uh, so hit us at looselips at createproductions.com and also at the Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. We'll be waiting with bated breath for your questions and your Woo. comments. And we'll see you soon. See ya. Bye, everyone. Bye. Mwah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.